Welcome to the Shire Fit Podcast. We created this podcast to help you achieve your goals. I'm Jack Fletney, the founder of Shire Fit, and my aim is to give you the best fitness, business, and mindset advice so you can go and smash your goals. Okay, then everyone, welcome back to another Shire Fit podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, over the last few weeks, we have some really, really good podcasts, lots of info uh, and things that we've sort of learned over, over the last few weeks. So I suppose this week we are going to be talking about something completely different. Uh, and we have uh, Jake Maunders, one of the Shire Fit coaches. How are you doing, Jake? All good, Jack. How are you? Very well, thank you, mate. And uh, and we're going to be talking about something that he himself and uh, the Shire Fit community did uh, over the last weekend for 24 hours, 24 whole hours of hero wads. Uh, one hero wad every hour on the hour, that's right, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Started it on the dot every hour. So our rest time was if we finished it. <laughs> Amazing. I absolutely love this. And um, we're currently looking at the list of, um, of all the different movements and everything you did. I suppose we'll come back to that. Firstly, why? Uh, so... We signed up, Not well, actually started getting people signed up for it last year, just after Christmas, um, looking at doing Battle Cancer, which is a massive fundraising event. Um, I don't think they can call themselves CrossFit, but it's essentially a functional fitness competition. Yeah. Um, less about the competition, more about getting the entire community together um, and people fundraising across the entire country. Um, and it's just sort of like a big get-together, blow out some steam in a big workout and just raise awareness for so many different charities. Um, so that was sort of like the main reason and when we did that we had to pick a charity um, and then one of our teammates, uh, Danny, one of our members, um, she chose Neve's Next Step um, because it's quite a local charity and it was something she felt really strongly about um, which is and it is just a really worthy cause as well. Amazing, so Neve's First Step then or Next Step, is it Next yeah, Step? Yeah, Neve's Next, next step. step. Yeah, uh-huh. Neve's Next Step. So uh, talk us through what that charity is about first. I know it is local because it literally... The headquarters are about 300 metres around the corner from the gym. So, yeah, talk to us about the local charity, um, why, what they do and what it's for. Uh, so, what it's for is for their, it was um, a couple who unfortunately lost um, their daughter Neve um, to a aggressive form of cancer called neuroblastoma. Yeah. Um, it's very aggressive and t- tends to just affect children five years or younger, um, which is pretty horrendous as it is um unfortunately they weren't able to sort of raise money for the treatment um at the time and that's why they've put a lot of their sort of time and effort since into raising money for research uh, so that hopefully other families don't have to experience the same thing um, but they also offer support for families that have children that are affected as well um and like i said the biggest thing about it being local um that craig one of the other team members said to me was you know where everything's going as well it's going straight to them like you say it's just around the corner i went there i met them when i got the banner and everything um so it makes it everything a lot more real it's a lot closer to home yeah i think that's absolutely amazing i completely agree we've done work with them in the past as well i think i look i mean i'm on the website now 100 children each year in the uk are affected by it which is it, which is horrible to think that 100 children at the age of five that are going to be going to be getting this every single year. And like you said, when you know when you donate to these smaller charities, you know that it's kind of, it's going to be really well needed. And I know from speaking to them before, they're constantly looking for funding. And a lot of the issue, like like they said before, with Neve was they were trying to get funding to see if they could find the treatment, which is always the difficult part. So uh, absolutely amazing what what you what you've done. I suppose it wasn't just you though, was it? It was a team of you that that, that completed it and they've planned it and uh, and organized all of it so obviously i was probably give them a shout out first as well yeah absolutely so um 
my team who are doing battle cancer is obviously myself, um, Danny McGuinness, uh, Craig Rollison, uh, and Sarah Long, Coach Sarah from Corby. Yeah. Um, so we're the ones doing it. We come together. We decided it. Like I said, Danny chose the charity, um, and we picked all the hero wads, um, all the workouts. So we each chose a handful of them. We mix and match them a little bit to try and make it so as many of them as possible were for time because we thought the theory is if you chose an AMRAP where you could just tick over for a certain amount of time, it allows you a little bit too much leeway. Mm. So we, we tried to make it as challenging as possible in that respect. Um, Liam McCarty as well does a massive shout out. Um, one of our members or ex-members at this point, I think he moved away and he can't train yeah, as often. Yeah, yeah. Um, he came and did all 24 with us as well, um, which is absolutely wicked because um, as inconsistent as his training's been, he was saying it's amazing he was able to hold on for all 24 back to back. Absolutely wicked. Um, and obviously a massive shout out to uh, Coach Ash, who did 23. I'm not going to let him forget that it was 23, not 24. <laughs> not going to lie. <laughs> But, um, I mean, come on, you missed the first one of all the workouts to miss. Um, but, yeah, and then so many people came in throughout. Yeah. And the biggest thing is we never had to do any of the workouts, just the four of us. There was always people there, which is absolutely insane, especially for the early hours of the morning. It's like 12, like 12 midnight onwards, just the worst part of a 24-hour stint. And pretty much all of the Shy Fit community coming in at some point, taking up the slack, partnering up with us in different workouts to help us out and stuff. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely wicked. The night, there's at least 20 people every single yeah. workout. It was awesome, wasn't it? Yeah, I couldn't believe how busy it was at like two in the morning. Yeah. Like one of our busiest times. It was insane. <laughs> I, love that, I love that. I love that. So uh, you, you obviously plan this. You plan to do a hero workout every hour on the hour for those, for those 24 hours. Uh, sort of, you know, working as a team throughout in those workouts. And you started obviously opening it just you had a just given page, which is still running now. We'll talk about that late at the end of the podcast. Let's talk about the workouts and maybe you can talk me through your experience through the time, through the twenty four hours, how you were feeling, uh, some of the highs, some of the lows and some of the things that happened along the journey of it. So uh, it started at what time? Uh, so we started midday on Saturday. Was there any reason you started at midday? Was it just um, to make it harder? Yeah, just like, yeah, it was like <laughs> brutal. Um, we, one of the main reasons was to get as many people involved as possible. Yeah. So we wanted to avoid um, interfering with like Saturday morning team wad yeah. that is quite popular at the moment, so everyone wants to come in for that as well. Um, so we wanted to avoid any interference with that. Um, 12 midday on a, on a Saturday, um, quite a good time. A lot of people were available to come in and join in and that sort of stuff, see us off to start. Um, but the big reason was at the end, it, that would get us to finish midday Sunday. Um, and finishing midday Sunday, we had well, we had an absolutely epic finish. Um, finishing on the big hero, what itself, Murph. Um, loads of people came in for that. We, I can't remember exactly what I said, like 30 odd people mm. for that. Um, and that was the biggest thing, which is maximum engagement from people. Because um, the hardest thing is doing it where there's no one there to do it with you. Yeah, they right, want to avoid no. that. Well, I think you're right. Obviously, got everyone involved and. 12, 12 to 12 is probably one of the hardest time frames to actually do because you get through the night we've not slept and you actually still got to be up, up for another five four or five hours doing oh yeah absolutely still. so uh, <laughs> because I'm sure you'll tell me all about it in a minute anyway so 
so start at 12 let's talk through obviously each we'll quickly talk through each workout uh, and talk through what what you did as a team and uh, and how you found it so yeah so we started off I think your first workout was Witten right? so That's you right, chose yeah. one of the hardest workouts first <laughs> to start you off yeah. Uh, yeah so I was a little bit selfish on this one I put Witten first um, because it's my least favourite hero workout oh, going absolutely yeah. um, usually because I get lazy around round two or three <laughs> and then my back starts to go yeah. as soon as I get lazy and like Witten it just screws me a little bit so okay and d- did you do it in teams right from the start so you, and yeah. how are you breaking this up in your team so? yeah so Witten being the first one going in fresh we thought ah, pairs will be fine um, so we broke it nice and simple just everything down the middle um, did we break the run no I can't actually remember if we broke the run I, my mind's gone already and it was yeah. only was it yesterday, day yes, before? Was. Who knows? At this point? <laughs> I have no idea. I've lost like a weekend of time now. No <laughs> idea what happened. Um, so yeah, we broke it up from the beginning because we were thinking if we're going to survive this, we need to share a lot of it. Um, I think people coming in and helping at different times, some people soloed wads, some people paired up or got into teams for it um, just to make that community vibe for it. So Witten we shared. So um, for those who don't know, it's five rounds, 22 of everything kettlebell swings, box jumps, a 400 meter run, 22 burpees and wall balls. Um, so we just did 11 of everything and have shared the run or did the run together, I can't mm-hmm. remember. So win completed uh, and I suppose that I was looking at this when, when you first sent the list of hero workouts over and I looked through and thought every hero workout or so a lot of these are going to finish very close to the hour, aren't they? So um, Witten, I would have a guess, probably took you about half an hour, is that right? Yeah, so um, being in pairs, it took us about just over 25 minutes yeah and at the time being the first one we were like this is fine look we've got so much rest before the next one but that hour suddenly got very short throughout <laughs> so you know, if we go tick through where at what point was it where you or any of the team and I can answer this for you anyway but where you or any of the team started to feel it at all how far in um one of the so Liam definitely started <laughs> to feel it very early on. Um, I think we made a little bit of a mistake by going a little bit too hard on one of the earlier workouts. Yeah. At about four o'clock in the afternoon. So we've been going for four hours, and I think we are exiting and it included a seventy kilo barbell. So okay. silly choice, but I think that sort of knocked us back a step. Yeah. Um, so definitely, definitely wouldn't do that again. <laughs> yes, um, I remember. That. I'm just looking through some of these workouts now, and, re- and it reminds me of what you've been doing. So um, we, I remember Bert, which was the third workout, I think. Is that right? Uh, no, so that's um, that was the original sheet. I think. Oh, I think okay. Is this one? So our third one was Loretto. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Um, yes, I see, yeah. Which actually felt okay at this point oh no let's, let's rewind actually so you thought you'd do Witten one of the hardest hero workouts and the following one after that <laughs> was Clovis just obviously tell the guys what Clovis so, is you've seen it there so Clovis is a 10 mile run yeah. uh, followed straight away by 150 burpee pull ups yeah. um, you're able to break that one up how you like um, but you obviously you need a lot more than an hour to get that done because it's a 10 mile run I thought so because we need more than an hour we don't want to lose an hour, so we need a two. We need a two-hour window to get that done, but then we'd only be doing 23 hero watts. So I had to put another watt in there for as soon as we finish Clovis to go straight into a 12-minute AMRAP of Rahoy um, to make it so that the second and third watt were back to back. Yeah, because I, mean, I think I, I came in at about hour six and saw um, Liam in lots of pain, and it was quite entertaining. <laughs> 
as as a coach, you end up uh, you end up enjoying watching suffering, and it becomes natural. I think and it's part of the job description. Yeah, it does. It does. And Liam definitely did not hide any of it. He let it all out and showed everyone. So you are, so you started midday. You sort of ticked through. And um, when did you start to feel it at all? Did you get any? We really start to feel any fatigue at all? What kind of time? Um, I think it probably really started to hit me um, after Jerry, which was at about. Uh, seven. That was that was seven to eight p.m. on the Saturday. Yeah. That was when I started to realise I was gonna burn out, and I started to feel like okay, fatigue starting to kick in a little bit. Um, was able to hold it together until after the halfway point. So after midnight, um, we did a big wad, Dougie and Leon, um, which was midnight to one, which we did as a big team of four. Yeah. Um, and then went straight into because that one finished. That one took us right up to forty minutes. So at that time we were burning out because we had a team of four of us to get through that one in 40 minutes. It was tough. Um, then we went into Saman at one o'clock yeah. and that was the big one that got me. It was when I picked up, because it was deadlifts, RX 85 kilos. I was like, no chance. So I put 50 on the bar thinking I'd be fine. Went for my first round at 50 kilos. Quickly stripped that down to 40 for the next round. I was not having any of it. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously, by that point as well, you've been working out. You've done 12 hours of, I'd probably guess, around 30 to 40 minutes of work and then 20 minutes of rest. Yeah, usually worked going, out yeah, to that. Average, and, then, and then going straight back into another workout. How were you, obviously, in the daytime, you probably weren't tired and didn't need to sleep. In, in those times, what were you doing during those 20-minute periods? Uh, during the day, it was easy to not lose track. But like you'd forget almost that you only have a short window of rest and you'd get chatting to everyone who was in or you'd be having a quick bite to eat um, or after a couple I even went for a shower because you feel like a new man after that, yeah. uh, ready for the next wads. Um, and the next thing you know, you're going again. It was it was the gaps in the evening that suddenly made it feel like the hours are really short. Yeah. So obviously everyone's starting to feel a bit tired, energy starts to drop a little bit. Um then you start to sit there and think, okay, the sun's gone, it's dark, it's getting a bit cold now between wads. Um, you then have to start thinking, about, am I going to warm up before the next wad? Um, and then you start to get in your own head a little bit. So between, it was just trying to make sure that you didn't seize up a lot as well because you were going straight back in. There wasn't really a time for a proper warm up because then you'd be going, you'd be constantly moving. Um, the guys were trying to get naps in as well in the evening. To try and I saw sleep. that, yeah, I was yeah. in the in the graveyard shift in the middle of the night. Yeah, um, yeah, you could see you could see everyone was trying to get little naps in and fall asleep quickly, which which I think is important. That's why I asked you about the, what you're doing during the rest period there, because obviously you had to eat probably eat quite a lot, which is something that people often forget, and then uh, and then sleep deprivation starts to kick in, doesn't it? I, Absolutely, I, yeah. Uh, especially during that middle of the night where everyone's energy was low. What I noticed, which I thought was awesome, was when new people coming through the door at 2 a.m. in the morning, 3 a.m. in the morning, we're bringing energy and really helping everybody. And, the, you know, it felt like it was a constant atmosphere throughout. Where, yeah, exactly. You know, with laughter and joke, jokes and all sorts. And I, I always say about cheerfulness in the face of adversity being really, really important to keep everyone on track and uh, and not let it get to your head, let the seriousness of the task get ahead of you, but actually just to embrace it all and smile enjoy the pain and just keep working through it because you're doing it as a team as well which I think was wicked I saw a real good team ethos yeah absolutely. so napping you are so you're obviously famous for the amount of sleep you can have but <laughs> you're not famous for napping you can't nap no my sleep's got to be in one block I can't break okay. it up I don't know I don't know why I, just, I really just struggle just with napping listeners, tell them when you go to sleep Jake. <laughs> 
So I'll specify when I'm on the early shift, yeah. I'll be in bed latest, usually about 8 p.m. I think my favourite was when, was it you rang me at like 25, 25 past 7 one evening and I was already in bed and you were like, what are you doing? What yeah, are you, you sound, doing? You sounded sleepy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so you could nap. So did the, did the sleep hit you a lot? Yeah, so absolutely. That That's what I struggled with was feeling drained but not being able to switch off. And I think I'm one of those people that definitely gets a little bit of a buzz from training and moving and that. So I guess going from that to then trying to get my head down straight after a wad, my brain didn't shut down. Um, so after Griff at three in the morning, uh, it was one of the fast workouts, finished out in about 15 minutes, I think we did. Um, so we had a good like, 45 minutes of rest. So quite a few people just went and just tried to sleep, especially being three in the morning. And we turned the lights out in the gym, no music or anything. And I was just laying there, closed my eyes, and I ended up just laying there for like 35 minutes, just still not being able to sleep and just being like, it's what really am I doing? as well because you obviously <laughs> endorphins are high from doing another workout and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really hard in that short amount of time to try and recover, fall asleep and go again. It is an art. It's very much an art. And Liam had that art nailed down. Being, oh, mate. Being in the RAF, <laughs> you know, not having to work very hard uh, and naturally he's used to napping constantly throughout the day. So yeah, so he was on it. He was napping a lot, wasn't he? But Absolutely. it does make such a big difference as well if you can do it, take it. But uh, The biggest thing, it was so noticeable with, um, so like, I mean, obviously Liam found it easy to nap probably because he actually made a bed in the corner. Yeah. Like, I'm sure he had a mattress in there as well. <laughs> like, just fully little bed in the corner by the barbells. Um, but Craig, you could tell the difference between me and Craig, both doing the exact same thing. Um, but Craig went out and napped through most of the night shift um, between the wads and he was able to keep that energy up he was still laughing loads and like uh, dancing through some of the parts of the wads when Ash cranked the music up um, but I tend to when I got into that point I was sort of more reserved with it and just sort of keeping to myself a bit more less likely to be bantering about with everybody um, a bit of a personal win for myself was that I didn't let myself moan about it so I just sort of I said Sat, felt, felt a bit sorry for myself, like, yeah, this is hard, didn't consider quitting and didn't actually, like, voice the fact that it was cold, the fact that I was tired, because you just think everyone's going through the same thing anyway, aren't they? So there's no point moaning about it. So that was a little personal win from there. Mate, love it. I think I completely agree. I thought everyone's attitude was amazing. Mm. Like, they all got through it. Absolutely. When you have that lack of sleep, the first thing that starts to go is your head because you start to lack the ability to make decisions very quickly and you sort of lack the thought pattern to do those things. Then on top of that, it's really easy to become really negative because you feel like you're not in control as much anymore. And you're like, oh, God, the clock's coming down on me. And like you said, anyone that's done workouts where they're up against the clock always knows that those rest periods, the time ticks really quick. Whereas actually when you work out and you're doing the movement, it seems to take on forever. And it's the same when you're in those situations, just magnified. Your 20 minutes of rest just goes like that and you're already going back into it, especially when you've got annoying people going, Jake, how long is that? <laughs> um, yeah, who would do that and how and would you the time between? I know, yeah. So, uh, so I, I, I thought you all did absolutely fantastically and it is amazing to see that so far, obviously you've raised around £1,300 uh, for the charity, which is amazing. And yeah, and people are still donating. Like last I checked, there was still a little bit more on there as well. Yeah. Um, plus, I think we've still got some cash coming in. So Excellent. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's so good. I absolutely amazing. This Just Giving page is going to stay open, isn't it? For, yes, yeah, as long as possible, um, especially because we're doing our battle cancer in at the start of August. Yeah. Um, so we want to use the same Just Giving page for that. Um, obviously, that was an, like the reason we started it all initially. Yeah. Um, so we sort of want to just carry it on from there. Awesome. Well, I suppose we'll um, 
we'll make sure that goes on the post so people can see us. Any oh, listeners, you? check out the uh, bio. We'll make sure the link's in there for you too, if you want to donate anything for the guys that... I'm just trying to have a look here. Did you work out how much running in total <laughs> there was? Did you had a look? Uh, unfortunately, we did. Um, Ed was... Um, so Coach Ed was kind enough to tell us yeah. at the beginning before we started Fantastic. how much running was in there. Yeah. Um, so bearing in mind, we split it pretty much 50-50. We split all the runs in half, mostly, mm. from what I can remember. But... Um, yeah, Ed worked out to be 53.2k in awesome. running. So about a marathon then? Uh, yeah, just over, yeah, a marathon. just over a marathon. So yeah. um, I think I worked out to 16 miles each awesome. based on us splitting it up, which was that's something just, I didn't need to know. Recovery, <laughs> recovery session for you, Jake. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, an absolute so, so cardio machine. So. running uh, plus... I dread to think about how many different movements you've done. One of the workouts has 150 burpee pull-ups in. So uh, <laughs> incredible, absolutely incredible. So you got through, uh, you got through to the morning when it started to get light again. When it got light, uh, say like about 5 a.m., did it make you feel any better? Did it feel worse? Uh, it actually made me feel better. Yeah. I'm definitely one of those people that saw the sun rise and was like, yes, life is good again. <laughs> and it's like, it just felt so much better when the temperature started to rise again. But the biggest thing was Sunday morning, because we replaced the Sunday morning classes with the Hero Wads. So everyone that was coming in for those workouts came in anyway, um, plus all the people that were staying from earlier in the morning. Um, so we had loads of people throughout Sunday morning, and that's what really made the difference. Like you said, when all the fresh faces came in, bringing that energy with them um, made, yeah, made all the difference and kept us happy, kept us cheery, um, yeah, kept us going. That's fantastic. I think, yeah, you had a great turnout um, during those, those morning workouts. And you finished off with uh, the Hero Award of All Hero Awards, which is Murph, which we do do a yearly anyway. But uh, yeah, how did Murph go? And how did you, did you do it in your team of four? Or did you? Yes, yeah, so we did it in a team of four. So the four of us did the entire thing, myself, Danny, Craig, and Liam. Um, we broke up Murph between us. Yeah. And then we all ran the last mile to finish together because we started it that way. That's so fantastic. that's how we wanted to finish. It had a really nice finish to the, to the event then, didn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, because... Um, because everyone was there going through Murph, they had some people doing it individually on their own who may have not had a chance to do it before, wanted to see if they could PB their time. Um, so it was a massive one to just get the community together. And it was really good to see people helping others through the last mile on the run, um, especially those that had did, done the 24 hours and people who were fresh running with them at the end and stuff, like just to help them to finish. Um, and that's what it was all about really in the end getting everyone together, raising some money for charity and that, so it was wicked. And so you finished your event, how did you feel immediately after that? Um, a massive sense of relief, Yeah. but also a little bit like, I'm not sure that like, what the best word is, but like, oh man, it's over, like, okay. that's it now. Did you all feel um, like that, did you? A little bit, yeah, so it was like, was it's Liam, one of those... Was Liam still moaning, or...? Um, I didn't hear him moan, but I think he just sort of <laughs> sat down and crashed. <laughs> I think I was yeah. th- turned around and he was just sat on one of the tyres, just like, head in his hands, just like, he, he was done. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just remember thinking, like, just thinking, okay, it's over, like, all this build-up, we prepped ourselves, and then dragging ourselves through in the morning, in the early hours, when it doesn't seem like it's going to end, when you hit that halfway point and realising you're 12 hours to go... And then it being over, yeah, it just felt a bit weird. Like that's it now. <laughs> so. I, I, I absolutely love it. I suppose I just wanted to get a bit of an idea on how you felt during the different events. I suppose maybe we'll try and get on the post all the different workouts you did as well, so people can see everything you did throughout the the 24 hours of the team. But like, huge shout out from me and from the whole community for such an amazing effort over 24 hours. And uh, thank you to everyone that's donated to the page. Obviously, we said a little bit about the charity at the start, but. 
it's uh, obviously it's a, it's a really really important charity for us a local charity and they do amazing work for something that is very very rare and not very nice at all for anyone to have to deal with so uh, so yeah so thank you for your efforts for raising money for them mate thank and uh, I suppose one final thing is I don't imagine there's going to be anyone out there who's going to think of doing this all over again but if they were what would your like maybe top few tips be or top three tips um, so top tips would be the first one would be the programming of the wads yeah um, so I, did, I mixed up the uh, um, program as much as I could but the way I did it was I based it off if there was excessive pull-ups um, I didn't want any wads like that back to back excessive um, push-ups or excessive like hinge or heavy lifting but I still didn't do it very carefully I found the first half of the day was pretty much mostly running the second half mostly barbells yeah so by the time we were at the halfway point we were sick of running and then by the time the morning came we were sick of barbell work so mixing it up is definitely very important so you don't get drained off doing one particular movement too much yeah massive one um another thing would be to make sure you're eating little and often so consistency over huge amounts um, I'm terrible for that when I'm training like competitions and it goes on for the whole day because I don't have much of an appetite after training so trying to in a 20 minute window between wads I need to be told to eat something yeah um, there was one where I had a bit of a binge between one of those because I just crashed and I was really hungry and then I went into the next wad too full so yeah just be careful on how you time you're eating little bits I'd say little and often more than anything um and then if you can, practice napping beforehand so you can actually sleep in these things. That would be a good one. So train napping? Train napping, absolutely. I love it. Okay, <laughs> tips then. Get the program right. Nail down some of the food. Make sure you eat little and often. And napping. Absolutely, Jake's Great, three it. points for success. Fantastic. <laughs> we'll get down there as well. Mate, thanks for jumping on the podcast. Awesome Thank you, mate. over the weekend. Um, we, uh, and we will uh, I'm sure we'll talk about more charitable things that you do in the future that, that are even harder than what you've just done oh yeah absolutely I mean it's probably a bit easy to be honest <laughs> <Fantastic>. <laughs> mate, thanks very much I'll speak to you soon Cheek there mate